The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. We're back for another episode of destruction and fun and good times and friends and, and laughter and it's going to be great. Mikey, what what are we doing you here? You know what? What we're doing here, we're just three lifelong fans of Jackass reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Woo! Today, we are talking about the seventh episode entitled Casket. This episode released on November 12th of the year 2000. No, nah, no, nah, too much energy now. Go back to being a depressed God, fuck. Jesus, I can't guys, you guys can never give me a break. Last time you know I was too monotone. Now I'm too exciting. Yeah, now you're on you're on YTV in the in Saturday afternoon, <laughs> and I can't handle it. Yo, Sorry, American way, listeners. Yo, call me Tarzan Dan, all right? Tarzan Dan, oh my God, what is this, uh, Video and Arcade Top 10? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Chris, tell us, what, what was the fantastic, amazing uh, 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 statistic or fact about today that, that we're going to be blown away by? Well, do you know who the president was at this time? What year was it? 2000. Uh, Bill Clinton. Absolutely. Ooh, and do you man. remember that famous Bill Clinton speech? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I inhaled, but I, or I, I put the weed in my mouth, but I didn't inhale. No, no, I'm talking about the blowjob one. Uh, yeah, that's the same one. I did not have uh, sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, so Monica that happened Lewinsky. on this day, which was very interesting oh. because you know how church and state and them actually releasing this press conference on a Sunday caused a lot of controversy because they were talking about blowjobs on the God's day. Is that true? No, honestly, it's absolutely not. I literally oh. couldn't find a fact, so I made that shit up. Dude, that had me. <laughs> Do you think there is any being that is mighty enough to blow God? The or? only the only being, this is like the Simpsons thing, can God himself make a burrito so hot that even he couldn't eat it? It's like the only being mighty enough to blow God is God himself. So he removes his bottom ribs like yeah. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Hey, welcome to Jackass. This is season one, episode seven. I think Chris said that, but I might have cut him off. So we are back for this is the second last episode of this season. It's it's a short one, boys. So how far we've come. We, we really got to make the most of it and just enjoy it. Um, there's some good ones in here today. Let's fucking get into it. I'll say, can I... Can I say one thing to preface this? So I think we kind of talked about this earlier on the, the podcast, like episode one or two. When we first went to record episode one, we realized that we had actually uh, watched the uh, different episodes of the podcast or of Jackass. I got the season on YouTube and it turns out that the episodes that I was watching were like a different order than what you guys ended up watching. Now, this episode that we're about to see that we're, we're about to get into is basically episode one from the YouTube collection. So it confused me quite a bit. I basically seen already all of these sketches. Did you guys get the sense that this was a lot of earlier sketches. Did this not have the vibe of like early jackass as opposed to like we were on a good trajectory and seeing some new stuff, new stuff, new stuff. And it felt like this episode was kind of a step backwards. Am I the only one who thinks that? I don't know. It's kind of like they, they hit a home run 
Uh, they had like a great game. You know, they 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 came out like eight nothing at the end of at the end of the game, and then they come back, and it's like, oh, they're gonna it's gonna be another one of these grand slam nights, and then it's kind of like, mm, you're kind of playing like shit. Where's the magic? It, you know what, know. Jay? Normally your normally your your metaphors are absolute trash, but that was actually spot on. That was like <laughs> that was really like that that is that is exactly what I felt is, like is with this what, one. Is that what the folks are saying? I hope they have another grand slam night when they go to the old ball. <laughs> I, I actually heard diamonds. that metaphor before. I, I think I heard that metaphor before in Cable Guy. <laughs> I don't think. No, actually, you, you're getting. You're mistaken. That definitely wasn't in Cable Guy. Um, Billy, I would know. And by the way, thank you for bringing that up. I think that uh, just so you guys know, we are starting a Patreon next month. Um, all Cable Guy stuff you can get access. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the, called the. Can we call it the Cable Guys? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first tier, we wanted to keep it reasonable, so we're only asking a hundred dollars for opening tier, and yeah. uh, that'll get you access to a couple things. Uh, first of all, you get a photocopy of um, Chris's taint, like photo, <laughs> like real photocopy. He's gonna sit right on top of the. Well, I thought it was my lid. nipple pressed against a glass, saying "Billy." Th- thank you. No, Chris. no, that's that was that's fucking the, good. That's the two hundred dollar tier. Oh, okay, you get okay. That. Plus Touché. the taint picture. Um, anyone who goes over five hundred, though, uh, that's that's where things get really special. Uh, Chris will shave off some of his pubes because we all know he's got a master bush going on, and we he do. will mail you out some of his pubic hair. <laughs> we call that the uh, "want somebody to love" tier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We should probably talk about Jackass. I guess. We've had this thing going on in Jackass lately where the opener, instead of Johnny saying, hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass, it's someone else stepping in. It's This time it's this group of snot-nosed punks. And uh, half the time I can't even say hear what the fuck they're saying. One of the kids, I swear to God, instead of saying, hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass, he says, ah, ra tate. <laughs> Hi, my name's Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass. How about that there? This is this is basically like, uh, you know, when you have like a spider lay a nest and they have like a thousand little babies and one of them actually makes it to adulthood. Like that's kind of how spiders do it. This is like if Don Vito's parents laid spider eggs and they all came to fruition and only one Don Vito survived, like Don Vito from Viva La Bam. All these kids are like, oh, man. from Johnny friggin' friggin' again. Yeah, this was this was a funny intro. Uh, these kids are all on meth right now. And that's all I have to say about that. They make a really good catfish, though. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I have gas. Johnny has gas. Johnny's going to go and do some yoga. Johnny's a very healthy man, and he's very progressive for the year 2000. Uh, one thing I noticed when he walked into this yoga studio, all women, except for the instructor, who is is a man, this time in history, it was very much like, dudes, do not touch yoga. If you do, they're, True. you're going to get called so, all sorts of uh, inappropriate slurs and whatnot. Uh, but Johnny goes right in there, and uh, he's not actually there to take it seriously. No, no. The only thing I like almost as much as puke is farting farting is Me like too. i'm sorry just hilarious it's just amazing you guys are chris, amateurs chris and i our family <laughs> people uh, again if you're if you're new to this podcast uh chris and i are brothers jay is a homeless guy that we met on the street um my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll find him later in the episode chasing yeah. a dollar bill that steve o's reeling in yeah i have a um, cameo 
Yeah, exactly. No, but a lot of people make fun of our family because we are obsessed with naming the person who farted. We're, are, we have very sensitive noses and we will immediately call each other out for farting and we need to fucking Sherlock Holmes it and get to the bottom of it. Uh, shout out to Andrew Bascom, my partner at Sad Styles Productions, uh, constantly makes fun of our family for doing this. And uh, and so when, when Johnny brings up farting, I'm like, sign me yeah. up. Get me into that yoga class. Mikey is the best at getting you blamed for the farts like we were driving him out to university from toronto to halifax me him and my dad and it was the first <laughs> it was the first time that mikey really ever like party and we went out and we got drunk as fuck and we're driving all the way it's like what another 18 hour drive or 15 hour drive the next day we're hung over and mikey's got the fucking worst farts ever and he just keeps letting him go and my dad keeps blaming me and i'm sitting there like <laughs> And he's like getting really fucking mad. He, I swear it from like 120 kilometers on the highway, he pulls over and opens up the door and tells me to get the fuck out of the car. And I just start 100%. laughing and I'm like, well, you're not going to leave me here. And he was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> True story. And, and I just started laughing and he realized that he was fucked and he was so mad that he couldn't actually leave me on the side of the highway in the middle of fucking New Brunswick. Think, think Chris Farley from Billy Madison. Man, I I have a friend, uh, he uh, did, did kind of the opposite of the blame game, you know, it sounds like you guys try to pawn it off on each other. He was like proud of his farts. He would he would tell you when he farted, because rather than be accused of who did it, he would just say, I farted, that was me. But he did it in a way where it was like almost, it wasn't just like I'm admitting to it, it's like a dominant show. So he would look you dead in the eyes, dead serious, and be like, I farted. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That was, that was me. Okay, fuck, I get it. You were clearly his best friend for a reason hoping to get some runoff uh he doesn't play the blame game he plays the claim game <laughs> runoff dude that's so nasty like spring runoff coming out your gutters dude, dude, what, so one thing i was thinking about in this episode was i had two questions number one did he have a fart machine or did he just oh yeah 100%. or did he see i was thinking maybe he just ate a lot of fart based foods and really because i mean it is an hour class he could have had the time to really let it go natural <laughs> Because the, the fart sounds were so different. Usually a fart machine is about three tracks, right? And he had a lot of different sounding farts, which made me second guess the fart machine. Yeah, they definitely overdubbed. You could tell, like, I've heard those fart sounds before. Yeah. Those were way too perfect. You know what I mean? And I, I guess if he was using a fart machine, they just dubbed over the fart machine because they probably couldn't pick it up with the mic or something. If you pay uh, attention, if you pay attention, this episode is full of overdubbing. Uh, oh, Preston, yeah. Preston Lacey at the magic show. It's like, as he's walking away, as, as Brandon's walking away or skating away from the, uh, the bloody accident he has. So it, this one's very clear. There's one time where you can actually hear the fart machine. And the reason I know it's a fart machine is because I had one of these and we played this prank on a lot mm -hmm. of other people, which is going to play into my review later on as we get to it. But <laughs> I recognized very specifically, there were like four fart sounds that played. And one yeah. of them was like with that pause yeah. and uh that one plays as he's leaving the yoga studio and that's how i knew when he does the one fart and like finally someone laughs and he's like shut up shut up like that yeah was that was so awesome good so good people people are laughing the whole way through which is which is funny like they're kind of like chuckling here and there but and he does such a good job of of maintaining a straight face like kudos to him <laughs> i could never have done that because a it's funny that he's farting but b you mentioned this jay in the when you were explaining that the bear introducing this this stunt 
yoga itself was a joke at this point. It was yeah. like, this was a punchline. So A, he's doing yoga, which was fucking weird as hell back then. And he's farting and everyone's laughing and he's keeping a straight face while they're in like, like weird parachute pants. And he's just in a goddamn hoodie. And when he finally breaks and he looks up, he's like, shut up. It's I fucking yeah, it's killed, it's it's so killed good. me. I love the exit too. Cause he, he's, been farting the whole half an hour class and he just promptly gets up goes to the back grabs his shoes people are chuckling just walks through not without crop dusting the entire area before exiting and the instructor even covers for him when he's he leaves and everybody's in there just laughing hysterically the instructor's yeah. like it's a natural Kudos to that man. Like he, that guy deserves whatever the black belt of yoga is. He deserves yeah. that one. If you're in a relationship, you know, and you got your gas at nighttime, you're sitting in bed. I actually recently learned a trick from my dad, which he spoke about it. Like everybody knew about how to make farts never be loud. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, when you're sitting in bed oh and he said this so matter of fact, he's like, when you're sitting in bed and you got a fart and you don't want to like make the noise. So you, you grab your ass cheek and you stretch it out and then you fart. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Your dad's a wise man. And, but I was like, that's a thing? And I was like, there's no fucking way. And sure enough, it works. But it does have side effects as well. As, as you're doing that, it puts more air back in and it gives you even worse gas in the long run. But I mean, if you're waiting for someone to fall asleep for 20 minutes, it could work and then you could blast away all night. But that doesn't sound uh, like a problem. That sounds like a solution dude. to a problem. There is so much truth to the silent but deadly moniker. I'm not even kidding, because anytime I have silent farts, like the ones that just kind of creep out of you, those are always like the foulest. I've had farts that are so bad that like I've wanted to be out of my own body so that I didn't have to smell them anymore. Like, And it's always the silent ones. It's never the ones where you can, you know, you can get a good uh, air horn going. Those ones almost never smell that bad. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't true. know what's up with that. You could feel like the density thing. You feel the heat coming off the really stinky ones. Like you feel a different sense of heat, and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be bad. Fucking abort! Everybody, get the fuck out of Dodge right now. <laughs> I, I'm biased, all right, because I love a good fart joke. Uh, we just talked for literally ten minutes about farts, uh, and I I could give it another twenty if if I you want me to go solo, I will talk for twenty more minutes on my own about farts and how great they are. Right. Uh, this one to me, it it checked all the boxes. It had uh, Johnny Knoxville being a great actor. It didn't have any preamble apart from him just saying, I've got gas, which was funny enough, but it's a good prank on the people involved. No one got hurt. The audience had good reactions. You got some moments that you're like, I can't believe this actually worked out as perfectly as it did. It had a good introduction with the buildup because the first time he farts is like 30 seconds into it, which is a, a good a good way to get you going. And then the end with him storming out. This had a beginning, middle and end. I laughed a lot. This one to me is an eight out of 10. Chris, what did you think? Um, yeah, I, I love the prank. I think certain things maybe could have been better. Um, I just had a lot of question whether or not how authentic it was happening. Um, that being said, I just put myself in the shoes if I was in that class. It's already awkward enough being in a yoga class. And I would yep. like to credit to the people that were there trying to like not disrespect him or trying to understand this this is a thing that could happen in yoga but i would have been fucking howling like i i couldn't imagine how much i would have been laughing and when i start thinking about those types of things i understand how much i appreciate this prank so i'm gonna go with an eight out of ten as well nice yeah i i thought this was gonna be like a lot funnier than it was to be honest it's not that i don't appreciate a good fart joke but like i just didn't like the overdubbing that kind of turned me off a little bit i, 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 wish I hear you on that a hundred percent I wish they found a better way to do it, whether that was like what you said, 
Chris, where you said like, you know, just load that guy up with all sorts of food. Pickled <laughs> onions, <laughs> fucking sauerkraut. That would have been hilarious. I, I almost wonder if, you know, having the added benefit of smell would have like stopped the class dead because to see it descended to chaos like that would have been great. And I was kind of hoping for that. But, you know, a lot of the times you, he's doing the farts and you can't tell if they're actually using the fart machine or if they're just doing extra overdubs because there's a lot of shots where people aren't really laughing. They're just kind of still, even though True. he's farting. So... I'm going to go a little bit lower, but I like the concept, so I'm probably going to say like six on that one. Okay, that's fair. Moving on, though, boys, we've got the Umbrella Jump, which we discussed and again in our CKY episode. It's ripped straight from that. Bam Margera jumps off a, a roof with an umbrella to uh, no effect, really. We call this one the Jiminy Cricket. Or maybe or maybe Jiminy Crack It, because that's what his femur does when he lands. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> I'm so happy I had you on video there, Mike. I was just going to say, I'm so glad we're not paying you for that one. But um, <laughs> Alligator Rama, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Like ding, Futurama. Ding, 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 ding. Chris Pontius is going to get in the pit and wrestle with some alligators. How many people is he bitten? Everyone except me, I think. This is uh, Mr. Chris Pontius. He's hitting the alligator ponds. He's going to wrestle one of these motherfuckers. Holy shit, really? I couldn't even believe that this was a thing because uh, he doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so this, he's this going in. fucking bonkers. Yeah, he's going in with no training. He even says himself at the beginning. Uh, I've, so I've done an hour of alligator wrestling training and I'm, I'm ready to go. And he's just jumping <laughs> in that pond. Uh, they ask the trainer, uh, you know, how many people have been bitten uh, right off the start. They're, they're taking bets on like... Uh, what do you think? What are the odds he's going to lose a finger? One guy says 40% thumb, 60% index finger. Why do animal why do animal wranglers always think they're so much smarter than they are? Like the guy, Johnny Knoxville's like what are the odds he he loses uh, or he gets bit? And the guy instead of saying like pretty high, he has to be like, "Well, yeah. 40% thumb, 60% index finger." Like the percentages and the specificity of of a specific <laughs> digit is just like own the fact that you're a goddamn animal wrangler you don't we have gotta to stop be smart. referring to him as is as the wrangler because he has the greatest fucking name for an alligator wrangler ever skeet <laughs> skeet. skeet in fact plugs plugs might need to change his nickname to skeet right now <laughs> Dude, isn't that it. the guy that uh little john made that song about ah oh, skeet 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 Thanks. skeet yeah, skeet, skeet, skeet. Just Come i was waiting for him to do that yeah I Dude, I, I know that there's a, there's a shot. I know that. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know if you ever came in your life. You fucking virgin. Oh, my God. There's a shot here of them holding that gator up and taping those jaws shut and they're pissing them off. They're like poking them with a stick and shit. I don't know if that's necessary for the wrestling. If you, you need to like kind of get them heated up first, but they send them into the pond and it's basically just like. Let's uh, let's get Pontius in there. He jumps in shortly after. I think at this point they've removed the tape because you'll see in a minute he's actually he gets pretty close to those jaws and they're wide open. Well, right? you missed you missed one key thing is before they take before they take the tape off. Pontius is in there kind of wrestling like the quote unquote hour that he's had to wrestle an alligator. He does so with the alligator while it has its, right, its right. That's his training. Short, right. That's his that's his training. Yeah. Um, the the. The funniest thing about this entire sketch is that 
he holds up the alligator and it's rock hard or as rock hard as an alligator can get. Only Chris, the party boy Pontius could get an alligator turned on just by holding it. And and I think that just speaks volumes about who this guy if is. He, if he picked you up, if he picked you up by the scruff of your neck and held you up, I, I think you'd be a little hard too, wouldn't you? I'm, I'm hard just thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. Chris? Yeah, I will. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got a little lost in thought there. Yeah. I don't blame you. Dude, it's hard to focus when this is the subject matter. I totally understand. At any point, did you become aroused? I'm not into bestiality, but that, that's a good-looking animal. Yeah, that's, that's a great line. I totally love that. Did you guys notice how fucking... I don't know what the word for this is, but how fucking zen this was. It was dead silent in there. And I understand, you don't want to be goofing off in an alligator pit, but it is so quiet the whole time. But he's so cool about it the whole time chris is like rock solid i can't believe it no no nervousness showing at all and he's just silent he approaches this thing he gets on top of it it's just it's actually quite impressive like for a guy that had an hour of training i can't even believe it like wow it's it's silent because not only is he just one with the alligator which like it sounds like i'm making a joke but it's fucking impressive it's also silent because people are fucking terrified this is so dangerous what he's doing and not only does he pick up the alligator and play around with it he puts its jaw under like he is a his uh, the alligator's mouth under his under his chin like chris pontius from the get-go and i think this is a very early recording because look how young he looks in this one like younger than he looked an episode prior um man he's just He's very good at what he does and he's brave as shit. Like this is this is before Knoxville's doing anything with with uh rattlesnakes or anything like that. Pontius, man. Credit where credit's due. He he owns this one. That's exactly the one thing I took into factor in the rating. Like was it exciting? No, but I was sitting on the seat of my pants the whole entire time wondering what's going to happen and appreciating the balls it takes. Like this is a fucking alligator and he's in the water. First of all, he has to find it. Like that's super sketchy to begin with. And I wouldn't I, even get into that swamp. Exactly. I would not put a foot in that swamp. I, I look at a lot of the times I feel like a lot of us look at Pontius, Pontius because he's such a funny guy and he does a, a lot of interstitials and things like that. And we forget about the fact that he really does some gnarly, gnarly shit. And this is like as sketchy as it gets like it really doesn't get sketchier than this and i always want to give him credit where credit's due as you said mikey this like he's this is a wild animal this is not under controlled of like you know you have to fall in a certain area or do something like this you're dealing with the wild and i give all the credit for there like that's why like my rating's pretty high on this one yeah come on you big old sissy come on big old bitty those children are at the sidelines the same ones from the beginning of the show and uh man i don't know they're heckling pontius like they're at a fucking baseball game or something you know like the dude's gonna go into a alligator pit and you're calling him a coward and a sissy sissy. speaking speaking of 40 percent and 60 percent these kids have a 40 percent chance that one of them died in a shopping mall accident and 60 percent that they died of drowning and an 80 percent chance that their stepdad beat them to death with a can of paps blue ribbon like these kids are dead they're they're not alive anymore the last two i guess but what the fuck is a shopping mall accident exactly no one fucking knows it only happens in florida (laughs) fair enough rate it let's rate it all right chris you start off mr wild boy all right um i'm giving this an eight and a half out of ten 
What the fuck? What, what do you mean, what the fuck? Okay. No, so, so, like, if you take in the factors, like, Jackass doesn't always have to be funny. It's about doing crazy things and dealing with, like, things that the average person wouldn't want to do and thinks are ridiculous. He had one hour of training. These guys that are dealing with alligators, that's what they've been doing their whole fucking lives. They lived out in the swamps and the bayou doing whatever. He gets in there. He has the balls to do it. He has the stern look on his face. He has that comic appeal where he still is able to be that party boy type of guy and make these kind of jokes. Um, and he it's not that he just like sat on an alligator like he didn't just go touch it in the water. He did the full on stunts that those guys that are like in like Thailand that do alligator shows do. He uses his chin to propel the alligator's teeth. He puts his face right near there and he wrangles it out of the water like if you look at this, the, the fear factor, the danger, and all those things combined, that, that you can't you can't overlook all those things. And it's Pontius doing what he does best as well. He has the comic appeal. So for, for sure, that's eight and a half. It doesn't have the comedy aspect of things, but you have to give credit where credit's due. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I was so impressed just seeing him do this because he, he goes in there. He's so cool. He's so calm. The nerves of steel. Holy shit. I didn't even see him crack. Like he, you could tell he was nervous beforehand, but once he gets in there, it's just incredible. He turns on a switch, and that is something you you can't undersell. That man, like that is amazing to me. So I, I like that he not only jumped on top of this thing, but he didn't stop there. He lifted it up, and like Mikey said, he had the fucking jaws right under his chin, and he just is so graceful about it. Somehow, it's just wow. He could have died if he fucked that up. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know could, could have True. got his neck fucking ripped right open and somehow he didn't not to uh one-up chris or anything but i am i am gonna give it a nine now what th- that is, is going i agree on? that is my highest score yeah. that i've ever given good, in good this on you, podcast Jay. i don't give those away easily but i was just so impressed by pontius i don't even think like i said this had some humor going in and jackass is certainly a show about humor but it was just man how much of this impressed me is what won mm-hmm. me over i, I think i would have given it a 10 but uh, when he lifted up the crock, I like if a little turd would have slipped out of his ass or something, I think it would have been. An <laughs> yeah, Jay's definitely been deprived of poo you on know. this episode. This is going to be a hard yeah. one for him, guys. That's interesting, guys. Like, I think this comes down to what jackass is to you. And to me, you can't go beyond an eight or so if humor isn't also an enormous element. Like, I, it's very impressive what he does. But to me, it's like in Survivor, you got to do three things you got to outwit. You got to outplay and by golly, you got to outlast. And in jackass, I feel like you got to be funny. You got to have a good premise and you got to impress with some sort of level of, of pain or, or, uh, you know, a cool stunt or something like that. This had a lot of those danger. Sure. No, no, of course. So no, this had mainly the danger and, and, and it being impressive, but it wasn't funny. It was funny. There were a, no, th- I gotta were, disagree, man. Why were you listening to this guy, Jay? No, like, the <laughs> stunt, the stunt itself, the stunt itself, while he was going through it, was quiet, and that's it's 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 ominous when it's happening. But to me, that's not jackass. It's not like I want to see someone making a fool of themselves while they're doing it. Like, talk me through it, Chris. 
Pontius, not you, Chris. Um, you've already talked us through this plenty. Um, I, I think that the determining factor in this one is who is Chris Pontius to me? And was that person present in this sketch? And it wasn't. And that's because this one was almost too crazy without it being impressive. When Johnny Knoxville is is wrestling a bow constrictor in a ball pit, there are jokes being made. It's funny. He gets bit. They're laughing. This one just lacked that element to it. So because of that, it was almost like it was it was a great it was a great classic car but it was missing the engine and i loved the look of it but it didn't it just didn't drive me i'm giving this one a six and a half out of ten ah, yeah, 6.9 i think you meant sir you know the rules 6.9 6.9 out of 10 the johnny thing in the ball pit like that's the difference between an eight and a ten like you anyways whatever fuck not, you. not for me humor 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 is more more prevalent to me in that i think this that. is going to be our first major ratings disagreement on the show because i have to step in and say man you're saying there's no comedy there but yeah he lifted up the alligator and it had a huge erection and they all commented on it and this was happening while he was in there with the croc and still maintaining his cool i think that was no, actually that was pretty that funny. was while it still had the that's while it's still that's while it still had the duct tape on it so no, the that stunt, was at the end no it wasn't it was it was when he still had the duct tape no 100 percent, 100 percent. chris was Either, that with the duct tape jaws or was that at the end how do you remember it? I'm pretty sure I, I know what the answer the is, and I'm going to lie and go with you, Jay, because I want to say Mikey could fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. What a nice guy. No, I mean, like, I respect that you have your own opinion, Mikey. I think that's totally fine. You I want to be a 6.9 boy on this one. I get it. Like, you're right. There maybe wasn't as much humor as, like, the ball pit one is a good comparison because there is, that is fucking hilarious. I don't know. I feel like they, they laid in as much humor as they could because when it got serious, they didn't really have the room to make the jokes. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of knew they had to take that really seriously so he didn't get hurt. But I think they tried, though. Like, there's a point where Chris uh, does his, his little monologue thing before the stunt, and he says, A lack of confidence, skill. The listening um, ability. They're going to probably have to jump in and save me. I, I, I put up my own money against myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all these, he's just like, you know, he's making fun of the situation, making fun of himself. I don't know. I, I don't think it was like a fucking howler by any means. Like, I wasn't laughing my ass off, but it to was say there wasn't like yeah. no comedy in it, I don't, I don't think that's No, quite. it was. So, so there was, uh, as in the preamble, as there was, for example, in uh, the, the stunt where Johnny lights himself on fire. Uh, but it's yeah. in the stunt. If you're not talking us through the stunt, then everything that comes before it is a little bit less meaningful. Yeah, and J honestly, Jay, I'll say, I'll do, say sorry, this. I'm going to interject. This. No, no, no. I'm interjecting. Why are we listening to this fucking guy? It's two verse one right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you're wrong, Mikey. Everybody, it's a solid at least eight and a half out of ten. You're not having this one, Mikey. Suck my fucking wiener. All right, fine. You're your small alligator wiener. I will. It's just as red, I'll tell you that Man, much. Can we talk about that wiener before we move on? That's a weird looking cock. Like it looked like it had fucking like you know, it's like it kind of like a snake tongue thing going on. It looked like Corsola's the video Pokemon, or? if anyone knows that reference. <laughs> what? Wait, what does yours look like, Jay? Uh yeah, you know, mine's got well, mine's more of like a Medusa situation. I was actually commenting on how like, you know, compared to mine, uh, with the multiple <laughs> dickheads, yeah, this only yeah, had like one, one or two. Weird. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Um, what, is it a shark that has the barbed penis? It's a shark, right? Possibly. I know a duck has a corkscrew penis. I, I know that firsthand. Yeah. Like a pig's tail. That's, it must be great for opening bottles of wine. <laughs> family over. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> have that wine called duck horn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
man. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, man, All right. Let's gotta... move on. Let's get to some some roller skate accidents before we tear each other limb to limb like a goddamn alligator with a boner. Yep. Just got to get it hard first. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Brandon Deco is back and I'm he's going to bail down some steps on rollerblades, but he's got a little surprise in his mouth. It's a blood pack, and he's ready to chomp down when the moment is right. Uh, the fall itself isn't really that impressive. He kind of goes down a set of steps and kind of awkwardly bumps into a trash can, knocks it over. But it's the cell afterwards that I love because he, people are already rushing to him to see if he's all right. And then you get the camera on him, and you can see blood dripping down his chin onto his shirt. He's wearing a white T-shirt. And here's where things get weird, guys. Now, before you jump in, I just want to I just want to lay it out for the audience because I... I couldn't believe this got as much of a reaction as it did. I was surprised, but he does, he does the the stunt. He gets up and he starts taking off. Like he's gone. He's rollerblading away. One guy's like, Hey, stay down, stay down. Another guy's pointing after him, running after him saying, Hey, stop that guy. Brandon just takes off. And then we get this shot of him like hiding in the bushes. And I thought it was like, Oh, it's just him playing dead to like end the stunt. But he's laying low and he actually looks a little scared because he looks petrified. You can hear police sirens in the background. And I'm wondering the cops came like why a dude fell down the stairs why the fuck were the cops called it's just so bizarre that it, it's, it it's, escalated it's, it's the hysteria of the masses is what happened is everyone got involved they wanted to help they saw something crazy they didn't get their closure and then they wanted to make it about them that's what people do and they called the cops and then they wanted the cops to get involved because that's their story and they wanted something to tell their families when they got home that's what happened that's why the cops showed up the, the this this stent this sketch to me was a great idea but Again, this plays into the narrative of this feeling like the first episode of Jackass where they didn't know how to land it. They didn't know how to how to even build up the story. Like in in Blind Driver, for example, they had much more of the preamble. And I feel like if you if you have a good idea for a stunt and you don't get the proper footage when you're going through Maybe you just need to put more of the preamble in there. Like maybe yeah. you need to find a way to make it special. And they just didn't do that with this one. The, the one thing I liked is, is the, Jay, you said the fall wasn't very impressive, but to me it was like, it was like a budget version of Bam's awkward movements. You could tell he learned how yeah. Bam falls yeah. yes. and it's like not That's as good as good Bam, point. but it's, it's, it's definitely, he, it's the same type of over-exaggerated movements. And I kind of, I got a kick out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I wonder if like before he did it, he was getting a like a coaching session with Bam. Okay, how do I fucking you know like show him? <laughs> it moves. looks like it, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of like your dad with the uh, the butt cheek thing. Um, <laughs> well, he got naked and showed me how to do it. That's how I learned the real mastery. <laughs> Man, that's fucking commitment right there. Yeah, he showed Jeez. you on your own butt, right? But he got naked to do it. <laughs> he slipped a couple of fingers in by accident, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> Son, you're about to see my taint, but trust me, you'll thank me later. The uh, the, the best line in this sketch is uh, when when he's uh, when Deco wink wink is yeah. skating away and someone's chasing him and he says, "Don't touch me, I'm diabetic." <laughs> like, <what the> <laughs> I didn't it's even amazing. hear that. It's, That's it's really funny. Yeah, that was another one of those. I think they may have done that in post. I'm not sure, but uh, what do you guys yeah, think yeah. in terms of a rating? This one's a weird one. Yeah, let me let me let me start with this one. I again, I think it's a great premise. I think the follow through is just not there and. Time and time again, when we have a great premise, we're a little bit more lenient in the beginning, like the early early episodes of Jackass. But 
come come episode seven of season one, they should have learned their lesson. They they didn't land it. And as much as I love Brandon and I love the idea, this one's only a three out of ten for me. It just was lacking by the end. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I'm not gonna go very high either. Keep it short and sweet. I already said my piece on it. I'm probably just gonna give this one like I'm gonna give it a four, just a step above yours, just because I felt like the police sirens caught me off guard. I didn't think it would escalate to that point. So yeah. Otherwise, Fair. I probably would have went lower. Jay, you said exactly what I was going to say, so I'm going for like the, for the exact same reasons as you did. Right on, right on. And uh, coming up next in the rotation, quick push jump, and we're on to the magic show. This is the next main stunt in the show featuring Preston Lacey, who we honestly haven't really seen a whole lot this season. We saw him in the egg challenge and uh, the, the wee man chase, but other than that... He's back for his own, you know, front and center kind of thing. He is uh, getting suited up with what appears to be, what would you call this? What would you call this device? It's strapped around his his his, uh, his waist and it's got a little tube that comes out with some yellow liquid trickling out. I mean, the the, the what you would call it is is like a, a makeshift bladder, but I would call it a yeah. reverse catheter. There you go. Reverse catheter is a beautiful way to say it. Johnny would know about that, eh? Yeah, Johnny would know a lot about that. Yeah, he has a legit catheter a little now. foreshadowing. Man, I uh, I was kind of wondering what was going to happen here, because you get the title early on in the segment. It's called The Magic Show, so you're wondering, that's it? what does this have to do with piss? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks every like time I see that there's a magic show, I'm like, okay, Mr. Copperfield, but what does this have to do with piss? Exactly. That's That's the question we're all asking. Now for my next magic trick, I'm going to piss this woman in half. <laughs> um, so he's got this tube in his pants. He's all suited up, and uh, he really doesn't want to miss this magic show. He he comes up to this group on the street. They're getting ready to go into the venue. He's asking who I think is the magician because he's wearing the stupidest fucking outfit either. No, ever, that's ever, just ever what people wear when they like magicians. That is not the magician. That is just a fan of magic. Uh, Magicians are fucking amazing at stealing your girl. <laughs> We should put that to the test. We should put you in a silky red shirt and a top hat and send you out onto the streets. We'll get some footage. Peacocking, baby. For- I'd be fucking sending your home. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> anyway, so he shows up. Uh, he's, he's conversing with a group outside. He's like, when's the magic show? I really don't want to miss it. Then he interjects. Preston says, Let's know what a bathroom is around here. Yeah, yeah. You go up, make a left right here. Oh, well, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. No, I don't want to miss the show, man. I'm really excited. You know, there's plenty of time. Thank you. A few seconds later, Preston's distressed. He comes up to him. Hey, where's that bathroom again? I, I really got to go. And the guy starts telling him. Next thing you know, you see the yellow liquid trickling down the leg. And this is where the chaos kind of ensues. Now, initially, the crowd is actually being really cool with him yeah. about it. Like, they're being polite to him. They're saying, no, no, it's okay, man. Just go in there. They can get you cleaned up. And Preston's having this freak out in the bushes. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not till after Preston leaves. Boys, Maybe take it from here for me. I've been blabbing for a bit. But what happens? What did you notice here? There's some psychology at play here in the group because he's now he's out of earshot now, Preston. Keep in mind. It's funny you say you say psychology because that, one of the things I thought about is like, why Preston? And then I started thinking, like, is it wrong or weird for me to think that like just a fucking fat fuck in that outfit is very much more likely to piss their pants than anybody else. Like it's so much more believable. Like shout out to all my homies that are a little overweight, you know, but I don't know. I just believe that that guy would do it more than fucking Pontius or Knoxville or Steve-O or anything. Whether yeah. it's right or wrong. It's the way about he him. sells it too. Oh, though, he sells right? it like, so well. His tone of voice. Hey, I, I don't want to miss the magic show. I, I just really don't want to miss it. 
Yeah, he just he fucking sells it very well. Yeah, the the I I think for for me I got a different read out of psychology, but I 100% agree with it. And what what I got out of this was once he left and they knew they could talk about it, th- oh that's what's God. going to happen, right? At, at first, at first they're like, they're like, no, you know what? It, there's a human being here. And now that the human being's gone, it, all that exists is the story, right? But there yeah. was this weird circle jerk flirtation going on with everyone once he left where they're like, they're like, how fucking cool is it that we saw this thing? And they're like trying to one up each other with like yeah. how, how crazy so it was that they saw. Man. Like there was, there was the girl and the guy who were like almost making out they were talking so close to one another about like what just happened to Preston. See, I, I hated how the people turned on him so much. Like the way that they turned like they seemed so like nice to your face and then they just waited for the opportunity to go just to like to belittle him and talk shit like especially how he was playing the acting thing like you know like I actually felt bad for him in the situation if you're not knowing that he's doing a prank you're like this guy just loves his fucking magic. He seems like a sweet yeah. guy and he does not want to miss the show. And they're all supportive yeah. until he goes away. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. You know? Yeah. There's one guy in this, in this that I really liked. And that was the guy who goes in front of everyone who's like talking shit. And he's just like, guys, maybe he was just screwing around. Like he's so, oh, this yeah. guy, I don't think you understand how far ahead of his time. This guy is hidden camera shows weren't a thing. And he's just like, maybe this guy was fucking with us. Why are you thinking that? This guy is a genius. That's what that guy is. He's a genius. Well, everyone <laughs> he was else the real is magician, Mikey. In- yeah, exactly. Well, he well, everyone else is turning into a character from American Psycho and just like 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 becoming the the prototypical asshole. This guy's like, I think you're all having one pulled over on you. That guy. I want to have a beer with that guy because he's a smart mm. dude. Yeah, here's the hard part, too. When you're in a group and one person starts mouthing off like that, it is human nature for people to want to reflect, to belong, right? I almost wonder, like, and honestly, guys, here, if that started happening and you were in the group, like, how likely would you be if you didn't even know this guy? You didn't know it's Preston Lacey of Jackass, just a random dude. Chris fights for the little guys. I Chris fights for the little guys. You know, right, like I, I would, I would, I don't stand up to bully. <laughs> I, I, I do not let bullying come across. And you know what? Excuse me. I don't, I don't Excuse appreciate me? bullies. <laughs> uh, so how much do you appreciate yourself? You are looking at the pro. You are looking at me. Dude, fucking shut up, you fucking nerd, man. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're, look, you're looking at a man who has a permanent nervous twitch when someone <laughs> blows on him now because of <laughs> all the abuse. You owe me a lot. I'm the little guy. I'm no, the little not. guy in no. this situation. No, you're not. You learned a lot from me, and you fucking fuck you, fucking nerd. Oh, so if if I'm not the little guy, you're calling me a big boy? That's the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, I would. I would really hope. <laughs> here's the thing. Going back to that group, I would really hope that like anybody could have empathy for that guy. Uh, especially when they see the police or security, I should say security escorting him out for yeah, pissing his pants as if he that? committed some crime or something like you'd kind of, you'd have to feel a little bit bad for him at that point because it's yeah. like how embarrassing for you. I, I know it's all a work and he's doing it, but Holy shit. Like, did they really have to go to that length? He couldn't walk himself out of there. No, yeah, that makes that me think, like if he was like, if it was like Knoxville or not like an overweight guy, I'm, I'm actually not even joking around right now. Do you think cops would have been called? Like it was like it's like some kind of like prejudice yeah, and some no, kind of like make, 100%. like you know I, that, that pissed a me off a lot. A lesser than kind of feeling. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to give this one a rating? Yeah, totally. Uh, how do we even go about this? Like that's the thing because it. I like the setup a lot. Like I love the setup here, and then it's just these people kind of. I don't know. They kind of turned me off of the segment because you just see like the the grossest part of 
humans in groups coming out, you know, and it's like, I know it's a jackass stunt. I know it's a different time in the world too. Uh, but fuck, I don't, it's just kind of a bummer to see, you know, I agree for, for the, for those reasons, I'll go first and rate it. Number one, I thought Preston's acting was really good. He played a certain role and it brought out this, this dark side, like you said, of, of humans and the way things are. And it's almost like a South Park satirical type play on things where it, it shows, it takes a ridiculous concept, but it shows people's true nature. So without getting too philosophical into a jackass stunt, I, I <laughs> Philosophical? Philosophical. What the fuck are you going on about? Well, I fucking had a bunch of Jamesons, bro. Fuck off. <laughs> but I do. I, I I don't want to give it a great rating. It didn't have a great. Fuck you. You know what? And here we are talking about empathy. You see, has anyone noticed? Look back at episode one and two and me and Mikey recorded together how fucking nice and calm he was when I wasn't fucking yeah. threatening to beat his Dude. fucking ass. But now yeah, all of a sudden he can talk shit. Screen, buddy. Yeah, oh, cool. That's what people. That's what people come to the show for, for empathy. Yeah. That's why they listen. No, I, yeah. I, I, give it a, I give it a six. It didn't have all the makings, but I liked what I saw about it. I liked Preston's acting. It was funny. It was a good concept. Yeah. And it got as much, maybe not the, re, um, the reaction we would want out of the people. It gave us a reaction that we needed to see out of the people. So it didn't... Fuck you! We laughing at man. This is the hero that we want, not the hero we need. Like, exactly. Is this fucking Batman all of a sudden? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your fucking rating there, fucking loser? Yeah, Mikey. What do you think? All right. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> Jay, Jay, you mentioned. Jay, Enough. you mentioned you mentioned earlier, Jay, that uh, uh, this one has a good premise and doesn't finish properly uh, or well. And I think one of the most consistent things about my reviews is that if somebody or if there's a good premise for a sketch and they don't land it well, that's negative. Like that goes if everything starts out as a five, whether it's a good or bad premise, if you have a great premise and you don't land it well, that's negative points. And to me, this is a great premise, but they didn't go anywhere with it. Say in this situation, we didn't get those reactions from the people who were with him. This would be nothing. We wouldn't even be able to talk about this. Instead, it just kind of felt gross. And that's not what Jackass is for. Sorry, but it's not a satire for the most part. Sometimes it can be like in the, the God versus California. That was funny. But this one is just kind of like they lucked into a bunch of assholes. Turns out assholes love magic. Uh, and and they, they just kind of like made me feel gross. Like you said, Jay, this one to me is a three out of 10. Good premise. Uh, you know, someone pissing their pants can be very funny on a base level, but nothing came of it. That was it. And and I know you guys like what Preston did. Nothing came of it in terms of like, it just felt like this was, this was falling apart from the beginning and they had no control over it. It just kind of was happening and they filmed what happened. Whereas like, if you look for the, for the, uh, the poo poo platter episode, Johnny had to be there orchestrating the reactions out of everyone else. In this one, it's a very simple concept. Someone pees his pants. And if you can't elaborate on that to, to kind of steer the prank in the direction you want, then that's a, that's a fail in mine. I think they could have gotten so much more out of this one. He peed his pants and... It resulted in the cops coming and escorting him away. You're talking about not getting the reaction or not getting something about it. You had people turn completely against someone. He peed his pants just because it wasn't like funny. Doesn't like you're, you say like, you know, you have a good premise and it doesn't get a good reaction. I, I just don't understand like how it just could because because it's like they set up. They set up this house of cards 
and then they walked away and they're like the wind's gonna knock this down eventually like of course like what happens when someone pees their pants weird shit happens but they didn't do anything beyond building up the premise it just everything happened and the 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 little hands and the little tweaks that that we come to love in jackass where they're still manipulating the audience from the point of the setup was was non-existent here preston literally walked away and the yeah. only person left was Spike Jones behind the camera, and that was it. That's a, that's actually a really good point. So I will rescind my comments. <laughs> Thank you. Are we going to be friends now for the rest of the episode? <laughs> Honestly, I can't really. I, I, you know, I'm a person. I'm reasonable, and you made a good, very good, valid comeback. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm allowed to say I was wrong. No, I appreciate that, Jay. What do you think? Mango PP, haha, two, <laughs> two. <laughs> Coming up next, it's the dead gator prank. We found a dead gator, and we're going to go fuck around just a little bit. Uh, Mike Bailey, alligator wrangler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, he, he sounds... That's a thick... It's this fucking show with the, the specialists, man. They're everywhere I in California. I, I tell you, everybody's got to have a special... You know, got to have their niche. You know, baby, it's all about getting your niche. Social media 101, baby. They exactly. found a dead alligator. Dead of natural causes, though. They clearly state did that. This, so. did, this, did this stunt still seem kind of weird, like kind of gross to you? I, I did not. I didn't it's like this. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's it felt weird. kind of morbid. I'll be honest. I, 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 did, I couldn't get on board. I'm glad that they did it. They did the due diligence to be like, it's natural causes. Because like, if they didn't state that, you'd kind of wonder, what the fuck? We shot this alligator in the face yeah, for yeah, your yeah. enjoyment. <laughs> well, this better be a good fucking sketch. Yeah. So it's basically just Johnny walking it, walking it down the street and people are ogling him. Looking, looking at, oh, look, he's got a, he's got a gator. And it gets more and more intense as it goes because he starts chasing people around, um, asking them to pet it. And one of my favorite instances of this is... <laughs> So he's chasing a lady down the street and she's already running away because, you know, fucking alligator. You want to pet it? You should. It's, it's asleep. It's in a sleep state. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's great. I love it. I think about this, like what we talk about a lot when in the early days or like some of some of these earlier pranks, they have a concept and it doesn't land and the newer yeah. versions of Jackass, they find ways to make it work. The one thing I liked about this is that just walking around casually, even though if you're walking around with an alligator with that outfit, like how fucking badass do you feel? People are oh fucking God, jumping yeah. left, right, and center. It must have been fun. But when that wasn't working, Johnny tried to improvise. And this one, you know, he went from just walking around that clearly was the target of the prank to the point where he's running around and popping it in front of little kids and scaring the shit out of them. So as much as it maybe didn't land in those types of ways, the fact that they're starting to think like we need to take things into our own things, I have to give some credit to that. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I... You're right. You're right that Johnny did try to tweak the oh, sketch you, as it was as it was happening. We're friends now. I told you <laughs> yeah, that. I, know. Um, I, I still have my nervous twitch, but for this episode, we're friends. I hate this. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Jay. Yeah, fuck um, you, Jay. I, That's better. But, yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, here's here's the thing, though, is is the way that Johnny went about improvising. It felt like he was breaking character when he did it. And I, I look people probably hate that I get this technical about the sketches, but, but Jackass becomes a mastercraft and this isn't it. This isn't it. Johnny is trying here, but in order to improvise, he breaks character and he's kind of in on the joke with the person. I don't like that. Dave England wouldn't do that. Dave England, if he had the alligator would have it like bite his own face and he'd, he'd like 
die on the sidewalk or something like that. Um, Why does this sound like a political campaign smear ad? Dave England wouldn't do that. (laughs) Dave England England wouldn't do that. How is he going to get that alligator to bite his face, you fucking loser? Sorry, we're not friends again. He's going to open the mouth and open the mouth and and shove it on his... uh, Dave England would find a way because Dave England could do whatever he wants. Dave England built a goddamn machine where a mannequin sucks him off while he lifts weights and rides a bike. Like, he could do whatever. Uh, He's he's good at this shit. Again, Mikey, valid point. Back on your side. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just... It it felt like he tried to do the right thing, but if he stayed in character and also became a bit of an asshole towards the the people to try to elicit a response, I would have liked it a bit better. But this one kind of landed a little little flat for me as well for a lot of the same reasons as the, the P prank. It just felt like they set it up and hoped to get better responses and kind of didn't and didn't know what to do with it. Jay, do you want to do you want to uh, uh, lead us off in, in a review on this one and maybe give some some thoughts on it? Mm, no. OK, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Five out of ten. <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, yeah, are you actually five out of ten? Yeah. Chris? Is that? Yeah. Well, I you weren't know, yeah. going okay. anywhere. I need to fucking hold the show as always. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guys keep fucking around. Someone needs to keep this shit going. As always. Wait a minute. As always. Since when do you? Where, where, since when are you the glue? Come on. Ask the fans. Fans, let's have a vote. Who is the fucking Who's most the lovable glue? character on this show? Comment. Yeah, below. mom and dad. Yeah, man. I, I'm just gonna give this one a good old four because it didn't really impress me. I did like when he was chasing that lady around, <laughs> yelling at her. That was ridiculous. But I don't know. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Mikey. It's just like kind of me. I don't know. It feels yeah. feels off. Doesn't feel like it fits. You know. Yeah, this one felt like to me. This one felt like the dead alligator itself. It was probably very stinky. Uh, it was pun intended missing some missing a bit of teeth uh and just boring and gross this one was a two and a half out of ten i i just didn't get anything out of it even the reactions the one good reaction was when the guy threatened to hit johnny with a stool and that's basically that bumped funny, this yeah. one up by half a point yeah do you guys mind can i just go run to the bathroom for a sec chris no should we vote <laughs> pee your pants <laughs> be like preston so <laughs> don't let me if you guys don't let me i won't go good don't go oh, really? let's to continue go. okay all right let's fucking do this is he better with a full bladder or an empty bladder I'm, i could fucking used to get out of this room i'm like i turned off the fan in the condo and i cut the excess oh, noise okay. oh, sweating. Just, go. Right. Like, just, go. just go but i appreciate mikey actually sat there for the audience <laughs> he sat there the whole time while we debated that he he could have just fucking got up and left what am i gonna do reach through the webcam and stop him jay what do you think but about he's mikey so fucking polite now that he's gone what do you think about mikey honestly like, what do you mean, what do I think about him? As a human. I'd be more interested to hear what you think. You've been with him for the last, what, 30 years? Yeah. I mean, when he agrees with me, he's okay, but when he doesn't, like, fuck him. So that's really, that's all it comes down to. Yeah. So he, he basically, you just want a yes man and not a brother. Yeah, 100%. That's, what, that's, what, that's what younger brothers are all about. And then when they don't <laughs> say yes, you beat the shit out of them. And then they fucking tell everybody you bullied them like fucking assholes. Fuck that yeah. guy. That, that was a, that was a good piss. That was like I think that was Ugh, record that time. That felt really good. Really quick. That's why I pee a lot. That I'm always, piss, drink, always drinking water. That piss was so quick that I almost I, I like have a a conspiracy theory that you just have a bucket under the desk. <laughs> <and you> just, <laughs> That's not a conspiracy. I'll be open about my piss bucket. We got Bam Margera and friends laughing at a leaky pipe. Uh, kind of looks like someone's taking a leak. I guess. No, and, I think he peed in the pipe. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure so he like, went all the way down. Oh, inserted yeah. cock at top end. Yeah. Okay. It was funny. I I, I I legitimately laughed out loud watching that interstitial. Safety first. Danger. Boy. Scooting. 
We're going scooting downhill, baby. Danger Aaron is back. He's got the stuntman helmet and everything. And, hey, can't go downhill without a scooter, baby. Is this the first time they referred to him as Danger Aaron? No, no. He's had that at least once or twice in previous episodes, yeah. I'm pretty sure they did it for the pogo stick. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, Yeah, you're probably right. Because he was wearing the gear, right? So... Uh, and I think this is kind of an extension of the idea of like, okay, we're doing the extreme sport spoofs like urban kayaking. Let's actually give you a persona to go with it. So I think he's kind of taking up that mantle of I'm the, you know, uh, the B sides of extreme sports. I'm the front man of that. So here he is uh, going down a grassy hill in the forest, taking some huge fucking dumps. I think all he's trying to do here is just go from the top of this huge ass hill to the bottom without falling. But you see a lot of bales before you see him successful. And I don't know. I was somewhat entertained by this. I like seeing him take those dips and the, the cloud of dust come up into the air when he hit the ground. Pretty I was good. so into it. I love Danger Aaron. Uh, he just he, like he is uh, he is one of the guys who from the very beginning understood what Jackass was supposed to be. And it's funny because when he's himself, I don't love him as much. But Jackass is very often about it's like it's like going to clown college. Like you need your clown. You need your identity. Like that is a big part of it. And he figures it out so early. And when he becomes Danger Aaron, like his his comments, like, I can't wreck myself too many more times like that. I don't want to jack myself up like that's fucking really funny. And he's going and even the cameraman egging him on and like giving him shit was fantastic. Danger Aaron is basically the better version or or the or what I wanted to see out of Ryan Dunn from the very beginning and that we just don't see. He fucking not only is he funny still at, got that at, chip on your shoulder. Still got you. the chip out of my shoulder for for Ryan Dunn, but not only does he know how to be funny, but he knows how to lean into the stunt and get the falls. Like Ryan Dunn pulls away at the last minute to make to like to protect himself. Danger Aaron like fucking falls into it. He leans forward and it shows when he's rolling down the hill and the scooters going fucking everywhere. He's great. Not only is it funny, it's impressive and it's very like he he hurts himself and that that makes me chuckle. Yeah, when I was listening to him on Steve-O's podcast, he was talking about how like he he got bullied on this fucking scene of this i know we're joking around about that earlier but he became jackass's whooping boy to a certain point but he's conscious of it and he worked into that role it's just as you're saying mikey everyone needs their clown and he decided to take on that role and watching this you kind of see like even the cameraman's giving him shit like i don't care we're doing another one we're doing another one you're just being dramatic now get up do it again you can totally make it you just gotta lean back a little bit he definitely takes on that role and it's for a benefit of all of us fans. And we got to give this guy a lot of credit, you know, the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. No. Hey, <laughs> why couldn't you have cared about the little guy when I was your little brother? Cause I was what, toughening what, what you happened? up, man. <laughs> you were the cameraman in this situation when I was growing yeah. up. You fucking and look at you now. <laughs> fucking miserable. Yeah, not much. <laughs> no fucking snowboard. <laughs> fucking whatever. It is what it is. But you know what? When I ask you to do something, you do it for me because you fucking respect me. God damn it. Or I'm scared of exactly. you. I don't know. One of the other. No, no. But yeah. all, all jokes aside, the one thing I wanted to say about this is when when you're like I, I was like doing hikes and shit, and you know when you go skiing or snowboarding or things along those lines, camera angles never, ever, ever, ever can grasp the depth of how steep things are. And based yeah. upon his falls, you could tell this yeah. hill is a lot gnarlier than it might seem on camera. 
That's yeah, I'm surprised he didn't just yeah. like go, go into a continuous spin to the bottom on some of those falls because like, yeah, seriously. Steep. And you guys both mentioned the cameraman. I don't want to like trigger anybody. I don't know. We've been talking about a lot of weird shit on this episode about bullying and abuse, but he's it's kind of like he's almost gaslighting him. The cameraman. He's just kind of like to get him to keep going down the hill. It's like. He, he wants to quit, but he's like, nah, nah, come on, just keep going. It's not that bad. You're just making it worse than it actually did, is, you know. Did you guys, did you guys that think shit. that that was just the cameraman speaking earnestly? Or did you think the cameraman, who I, I guess was probably Jeff Tremaine, I don't know for sure, but I yeah, thought, I thought sure. it would have been. Was, was he playing a character or was he actually egging him on? I, what, I think he was egging him on, have? to be honest. Hmm. It, oh, it really? Felt I, like, yeah. I thought that he was playing a character, but I could be wrong. I I, no. I hope that was the case. Because no, if not, that's fucking. <laughs> no, mean. I, think, I honestly, based on hearing him on that podcast, like I feel like he genuinely feels like because he played into that role, he got a lot of abuse in those types of situations, and people are a little fucking yeah. cold. Um, not to get all fucking oh, sure. dark, yet, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, he doesn't really stand up for himself a whole lot. You can see, and maybe he's just at this point, he's not really comfortable. I guess doing that like, i don't know what their relationship was like before maybe they didn't really know each other that well at this point and it's kind of like do i stand up to these guys or do i True. just kind of keep doing it because i want to do it yeah it's kind of hard to tell what the dynamic is there but props to him for i guess giving it another go until he got it because he didn't man. give up and I eventually he does that. get to the bottom of the hill in one go and it's it's impressive yeah. to see you, if, if anyone's wrote, like written one of those scooters like it is not meant for that terrain by any no, stretch and not that is beyond impressive how he's able to make it all the way yeah. down like it just you would do everything right and hit one little divot and you're fucked. And so he just had to keep doing it until he just had the right line where there wasn't mm-hmm. something popping out. And that was fucking, that was yeah. inc- insanely impressive. He he shows a mastery of it by the end. And that's kind of the reason why I love this sketch from the, for, it has like, like earlier on when I was talking about, uh, uh, when I, I gave the, well, eight out of 10 to the, uh, to the Knoxville gas yoga, the, the, the farting yoga one, it has a good beginning, middle and end, you know, where it's going. The character's consistent. And, and I, I'm going to go into my review in this one. I feel like this one, I feel like this one had sort of a similar, you know, he starts off shit at it and it's just him being funny. And then there's a middle where he's bad at it and realizes he has to get better. And then the end, he actually fucking nails it this one's a seven and a half out of ten for me the legacy of danger aaron lives on yeah, it has dude. everything i laughed a lot i was impressed he got hurt again this that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for the trifecta the outwit out play out last and he he nails it in this one i understand like the level of difficulty of this like it's really gnarly like it doesn't look like it i'm sure if we actually saw that size of the hill and how steep it was we would be blown away it was i love exactly as much Pretty much as Mikey put it, it made sense. Like it was a joke at first and then he realized he wanted to get it done and that tenacity to actually get it done. I got a soft spot for Danger Aaron as well. Um, he knows how to lean into those types of roles. Was it like the most elaborate thing? Was there anything really going on? It was funny to some certain extent. But the fact that he actually made it down that thing is super. And you even see at the end of it how many people are watching. Like it started off as yeah. something they're doing. They have a whole crew of people on the top, and then he does a nice little jump into the hill in the first place because he realized the extra speed will help him out. I, I I'll go seven out of ten, just off the pure impressiveness of the actual feat that he accomplished. It wasn't the funniest thing. It wasn't some kind of prank or elaborate thing, but I I was impressed with it in general. Nice. We're in sync in a lot of these stunts for this episode because I'm I'm going with a seven on this one. 
I, I love these extreme sports things. I say it every fucking time. I'm going to fucking say it again. <laughs> yeah. And seeing this was cool. Cause like, it's not, I had a scooter as a kid that I would just like putz around on. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened to that. I think someone stole it. Luke, if you're listening, fuck you. I'm pretty sure you stole my scooter, you <laughs> son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, I used to have one of those things. So I know you're right, Chris. Like you said, those wheels ain't anything impressive. Like going downhill on that must have been nerve wracking. So yeah, impressive to be able to pull it off. Seven's a good score for that one, I think. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, coming up next, we're getting close to the end. Just a couple more to go. This one, I don't know what's up with the all the dead stuff in this episode, but this is titled Body <laughs> in a Casket. Kind of a morbid one. There's a lot of death stuff in this, and you're looking for poo stuff. This is a hard episode. <laughs> there for you is to get a lack of poop jokes in this episode, boys. There is actually, I don't think there is any really. Uh, this is Handsome Jack, Heartthrob, and Johnny Knoxville. Handsome Jack is going to play the quote unquote dead body here. They've got a hearse. Don't know how they got a hearse, but hey, they've got one. They've got a casket, and uh, Mr. Jack climbs in the back. And hey, boys, we've all been there. We 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 can totally relate to this one. Hey. Driving a dead body around in, in your trunk all the time, all the time. Yeah. I do Mikey. this. I did. I, I was. I was late for Mikey. this pod. What? We can't talk what? about this. This is live. Oh, th- this is going out to other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, cu- just cut, cut the dead body talk. What are you t- talking about, Jay? Yeah, man. I've never, We've never had any experience with dead this. bodies. Uncle Andrew, you were supposed to be dead back there. <laughs> Come here, you old rascal. I've never done that. Right? Done what? I've never done that, Jay. I bleed the fifth. How I don't know what that means, but you? I think it works in courts a lot of the times. <laughs> Mikey, you should, you're like a one point under a Tom Cruise there. You're pretty close. Like, you, I was believable. <laughs> wow. Um, this, this Where one, did you go to acting school? I, I went to the school of hard knocks, bitch. I take everything I just said back. <laughs> All of it. Um, I I remember this sketch. I don't know if, if you guys remember this one, but as a kid, this one stood out to me for sure. It was so macabre, and macabre at a time mean? where like it's basically like a dark comedy that often like has something to do thematically about death. Oh, did not expect um, that. And that, an that that's <laughs> honestly okay. Cool. God, it, I learned that new phrase. <laughs> But that's basically what this is, right? Like, like you didn't see this on TV before. Anytime there was death, it was in like touched by an angel on CBS every Sunday oh, or whatever. Goddamn, like, mom, God's watch that shit. I know it was miserable. But like this, this was something. Oh that man, yeah. Wait th- a minute. Hold on. Can we go back to shitty uh, Sunday evening TV for a second? <laughs> you guys ever have to watch uh, Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman before with your mom? You remember that one? Doctor Quinn's Medicine Woman. <laughs> No, yeah, the, uh, the 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 thing about this one that I found out in rewatching it was that it kind of coasted on the uh, on how unique it was back in the day on the novelty. I I didn't like it this time around, not close to as much as I did before. This is I I feel like a broken record. I'll say this: I think this is one of the worst episodes of Jackass in the first season. Uh, it has a couple good sketches, but this is another example of them just having good concepts and not following through. We've come to expect more because they improved upon that formula from episode three onwards up to this point, and. It, 
how many times could they do the exact same thing and just hope to get the same reaction? I saw that in Candid Camera and in Punked, which mm. came after it. Like it just it is it's missing that element of of creativity apart from the concept itself. And and this this one kind of lost me. I don't. Did you guys like this one? I guess we didn't really elaborate too much on what happens right oh sure sure yeah. so chris why don't why don't you jump in tell the people what is going on here like they we know the setup is that they've got the dead body in the casket and they're driving around but what is actually happening they keep uh getting stopped on a hill and when they open up the trunk the casket falls out and they're trying to quickly shovel the casket back inside the trunk sometimes they get people's help sometimes they just get onlookers Johnny Knoxville's super baggy suit is a representation of someone that doesn't give a fuck about their job. So that was kind of funny. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's kind of as Mikey said, it, it just didn't really land. The, the one thing that I will give this segment props to is how quickly they got people to get involved just randoms off the street because when that uh, casket comes off there's like three major stops that they do the first one it just kind of comes out hits the concrete oh fuck like you gotta get this thing back in i think one guy jumps into into help the second time they do it the lid actually comes off which is a little bit funny um and then a dude at the crosswalk is just i'm pretty sure he missed his walk signal because he's just standing there watching like not sure what to do but then oh, you start yeah. to get more people jumping in you've got two people helping this time by the third time they've got four people trying to help put it back in and uh it was just kind of cool to see that you know most people just kind of stand with their jaws wide open but a lot of people would actually you know it's a dead guy you want to be respectful so they come in and help that was actually pretty cool to see that people were you know that quick but, about it but there's a key thing there there was never a mob of people helping them until the one strong dude went to help and then everyone else joined and yeah. there's that <laughs> typical bystander thing of like like oh shit i'm on a date with my girlfriend and this guy goes and helps now i gotta be the one to also go out and help so there's one guy actually doing the work and a bunch of other guys just like standing there like i'm helping i'm helping now but like not actually doing anything yeah and the organ music. You guys catch the, the organ music? That was, that was the best part. That Whoever was great. scored this fucking entire season. Every time that they, they take off in the car, just it's like dead silence, awkwardness, people trying to push it in, <sighs> then suddenly hard cut, they're back in the car, and it's that organ music, I, and it's the same I loop every time. I literally had that in my just, notes. Yeah. It felt like Paul Bearer was fucking cueing the fucking audio there. Yeah. True. True. Um, I... Yeah, I don't have a, a ton more to say about this one. And I think that's because of the sketch itself. Like yeah. they just, they didn't do much to differentiate from moment to moment. Jay, are you okay if I go into my review here? As, I'm never okay it? with that. I, <laughs> never once have I been okay with that, but please. No, but yeah, but that's it. Like, like I don't, I, as, as a kid, this is one of the sketches that stood out to me so much. And maybe that's why I was so disappointed, but it does follow that theme of just not quite making good on what it promises from the beginning. And, uh, I don't know how they could have changed it that much. I, I really don't, but I, I feel like there could have been, you know, maybe put it on wheels, Put, put the casket on wheels and have it go all the way down the fucking road. Like, do this in San Francisco that's, that's and just idea, down and down and down. Like, something more to bring more really out of good it. Point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, I'm giving this one a 4 out of 10, and it hurts me to do that, because I, I really did love it, but it just kind of, it, it was, as uh, you know, uh, as is notable for this one, it's, it, was, it was dead on arrival. What a fucking shitty joke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it wasn't a joke. Oh, well, then my bad. 
Four out of ten as well, for the exact <laughs> reasons you said. It was dead on arrival. Oh, yo, nice. It was dead on arrival. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I do know another show that used to come on Sunday afternoons my mom would watch called The Wind at My Back, and my dad would oh. affectionately refer to that one as The Wind at My Bum. So that was always that was <laughs> Same always with my so that's where it all started for you. You just got to pull your cheek a little bit and you're good to go. Ryan Dunn is showing up one more time. Uh, this is kind of weird because it's like a distant camera. They're at a golf course. I'm pretty sure that's Ryan Dunn out on the course. And then it out is, of yeah. the backwoods, Bam Margera comes running out uh, and just body checks him. And he says the most ridiculous thing I think I've heard on this show. He says, you don't matter. In fact, in about 20 seconds, you're not even going to be matter. I love it. And then he runs off. <laughs> I fucking love it. Because if I heard that line, I'm like, this guy's a fucking looney tune. Like, I don't want nothing to do with this shit. Like, is he not? Especially because, like, the craziest person is the person in a suit who's acting crazy. Someone who has the wherewithal to dress themselves up but is also cuckoo fucking bananas. That guy <laughs> creeps me out. Keep him away from my golf course at all times. And we do move on now to our final wrap-up stunt this is Steve-O, but it's not the Steve-O we've been used to s- seeing so far on the show. This is a stunt called street fishing. Uh, Steve-O's in full fishing gear. He's got the uh, vest, you know, tan vest with the, with the fisherman's hat as well. I will say something about his outfit. He blends in pretty good with the streets. I don't know if that was intentional, <laughs> no one but like, to he's camouflaged the last fucking second, right? Uh, <laughs> so he's got a dollar bill on a fishing line, the classic dollar bill in the f- fishing line. They're basically just fucking with people, you know, getting people to chase after it. They do kind of prey on some homeless guys, which I don't know. Initially, I, I had a, that tinge of, oh, I kind of feel bad for these guys. Didn't like, love it. Didn't love that. You don't need to go that low. I mean, sorry, I like the little guys, and I think that was very unfair. Yeah, <laughs> I know you, Chris. Yeah, with big heart over there. Yeah. Big heart, big ass, just like you said, you're... <laughs> What the? Hey, you know what? Listen, I know that we're. I know that we're like. I know playing in characters. I'm allowed to say certain things. You know, I'm allowed to say things about my own life and things that I appreciate in my life. I agree. And I would never say that about you, Chris. You guys, even though I know you're both full of shit right now, I can see it on your (laughs) face. You make fun of things that are real, and you know you hurt our feelings. And Jay, I feel so like you Steve-O, actually got so concerned. Jay, got- I feel like you actually got concerned there. Like I was bothered. No, there. I was saying earlier, there's a show that came out around this time um, that I fucking hate the concept, and I hate the douchebag who made the show. He was Bum on fights. an episode of Conan Bum Fights, and he he was on the Tom Green show. Remember when Tom Green had a talk show for a while? He was on that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, they thought, obviously the bookers thought, oh, this will be great. We got the outrageous Tom Green and a man who created bum fights. And Tom Green just lays into him and puts this guy to Dude, shame. do you remember when Bum... beautiful. If you go on YouTube and find that interview, The Bum Fights guy, real quick, he, he was on fucking Dr. Phil and dressed up like Dr. Phil. He came out with the fucking beard and everything. It was fucking genius. That was actually really... I hate the guy, but that was really funny. Hey, man, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, so he, that show, he, it just, I just got a tinge of that, that memory. Like, I agree. That whole thing of just preying on these people feels wrong. The, uh, the, the, the shitty thing, 
the shitty thing about this one is that it does feel like punching down. As a kid, I didn't really understand that subtlety. So uh, bum fights, I liked bum fights as a kid. And I, that's almost like a point of shame for me at this point. It's, it's gross. It, it is. Uh, and I understand people laughed at it. That's fine. You can laugh at it and become a better person later. That's cool. But this one, you know, yeah. when he was doing yeah. it to a homeless person, it didn't it didn't land very well for me. My, but but then he does it to some people like holding clipboards. They can't be homeless because they have sh- jackets on and, and clipboards and they look like they've got a job. And regardless, this is what I found funny. Regardless of who they are, no matter what walk of life you're from, if you see a dollar bill on the ground, you're going to run for it. And as soon as you find out someone sees you running for that dollar bill, <laughs> you immediately have that split second where you pretend like you weren't just chasing after the dollar <laughs> bill. Like you just happen to be yeah. frantically running in that direction for no reason that killed me i love that yeah oh fuck they got me <laughs> they turn around the corner yeah, and great. you see fucking the guy in a vest wheeling it down like because of his outfit it made it so much fucking better than it would have or could have been even the one homeless guy with no fucking teeth is like looks up and he's like you son of a bitch you got me that was fucking hilarious oh that wasn't that wasn't rake <laughs> no he's busy in a fucking lab coat <laughs> fucking being a scientist all right yeah, I, I think I think the, the one thing that this was definitely missing was Steve-O's personality. Um, the, he didn't really have much apart from reeling it in, like cuts of him reeling it in. Um, this one could have been really good if there were a couple members of Jackass commenting the way, like like going through it. And that was this was kind of missing. And because of that, it was kind of just the premise its own. And I could have predicted, like I almost could have storyboarded this entire sketch based on the premise. And it would have ended up exactly like what I saw, which isn't what you want. You want there to be a little bit more flair to it. But I did still get some laughs out of it. Jay, did you did you like this one? I haven't heard much of what you thought about this apart from the uh, the the bum fights thing. Yeah, that thing aside, that that was they don't stoop to that level. But uh, yeah, you're right. Like you see the reactions of people, and they, people have a fun time with it. Like after they realize they're on camera, like pretty much everyone's smiling and laughing about it. Like they're not yeah. upset or anything, right? It's such a simple thing, but I wish that I kind of wish they didn't use Stevo for it. And like, not that Stevo did anything wrong, but he, I just, I don't know. You know, Stevo has. Maybe I shouldn't fucking typecast him or whatever, but he, he this is, doesn't feel like a Steve-O stunt. So I, I don't know if someone else could have maybe added something that... Dave just, England. Dave Imagine England, Dave yeah. England doing this. Would have been really funny, I think. I think he could have brought a lot more to it. Like, he would have been a fisherman, and he would have talked about extreme city fishing, right? Like urban kayaking. He would have been, been like, oh, I caught a 186-pounder a, a the other day, stinked of whatever. Like, Dave England could have brought another layer yeah. to this that I thought would have made it, you well, know, it would have made it, it easier for, for the homeless guys, really too, because they both didn't have any fucking teeth. <laughs> Yeah, many of them didn't, actually. Uh, Jay, why don't you start us off with a review on this one? Hey, man, dental's fucking expensive, especially if you live in the U.S. Forget You're it. not wrong. You're not um, wrong. On this one, I, yeah, I wasn't, like, blown away by it, but I the, the reactions, like, Mikey, you said, that's probably the best part is just seeing people. But Great. I can't go much higher on this one than probably, like, ah, fuck, I don't know. I'm probably just going to give it a four. Like, I, that, that's that's where I'm sitting. Okay. Chris, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't lie. I laughed my fucking ass off at this whole time. <laughs> like, it is what it is, man. You fucked up if you're that, you know, like, it is what it is. Like, people are in shitty situations, but I really don't care. I mean, I do care. I'm all about the little man. But no, <laughs> deep down, I laughed my ass off. It was funny, and I'm not going to pretend I didn't laugh at it. That was a seven out of 10. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, you know what? Sometimes the sketches, even though they're kind of straight down the middle, they hit the right way. And in this one, that kind of worked for me. I, 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 I don't think it was very creative, but I did laugh. 
even though it was a pretty specific premise or like something that I've seen before. It's a six out of 10 for me. And, and you know what, based on my earlier reviews, it probably should be lower, but for some reason, I got more laughs out of this one than I, I probably should have maybe because it was a palate cleanser after some of the earlier sketches, what I did, which I didn't enjoy as much, but you know what, that's juxtaposition of sketches and that, that all comes down to, to where you place them in each episode. So six out of 10 for me. Right on, right on guys. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Jackass. Um, there is a quick credit roll segment. Um, well, actually before you hit it, Johnny farting on a stranger, Johnny which is, farting oh on a stranger. God. Yeah. What a yeah he stops by a guy just sitting on a patio eating and he's got the fart machine and he's, he's not even no shame, just ass right to face. And the guy doesn't really get upset. He just kind of says he's farting. Hello. I'm yeah. eating. Like he's not even really upset. <laughs> he handles it so well. <laughs> His gay accent made it so much better too. He said something at the end. He's, he's like, he's a fun thing, but I'm trying to eat. <laughs> well, that was the worst accent cover ever. <laughs> I tried not, to go gay, but I couldn't I do what, it. <laughs> what? So, Jay, Jay, why, don't you, why don't you bring us home on he's that one? He's had a gay accent. What do you guys want from me? It's true. <laughs> Moving on. We've got... Uh, I don't know how to bring that one home. Sorry, guys. Fuck! <laughs> Never... Can't relate. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Um, <laughs> um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You never heard a gay accent? You. It's a thing, man. Let's fucking be honest. We're out here for the people. <laughs> Mikey's cringing. Jay's cringing. This is getting worse by the second. <laughs> uh, so there is a funny little bit in the in the credits here where Johnny is trying to get a parrot to say jackass. And they're saying I it like over that. and over. Say jackass, say jackass. It won't say it. And then what goes through their minds? Well, it's not working. Let's use reverse psychology on the parrot. <laughs> That'll work. So they say, well, oh, fuck, I guess he's not going to say jackass. Yeah, well, let's just leave, guys. Parrot's not going to say it. Seriously. <laughs> And then the parrot says at the end of the credits, and I love how they edit this one, yeah. the, the credits have become like one of the best parts of each episode, and that's on purpose. They're really good at designing them. The parrot says as they're fading out, fuck off. Twice. The yeah. parrot says fuck off to them twice. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that. Fantastic. Johnny Knoxville, don't tell me to fuck off. Say jackass. Yeah, love it. yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Getting into it with them. Uh, but yeah, that is the end of this episode of Jackass. We have one more to go and then we are done season one. Season so one. Can't believe we're already here, boys. It feels like we just started, but, uh, it's been, it's been great so far. Uh, don't forget, uh, if, you know, if you're new to the show and you're just listening, uh, one thing I want to just put out there is one of the biggest things that can help us is just, you know, tell a friend, tell a family member, someone, you know, about the show, even one person can help get the word out and you Definitely. know, maybe they'll tell someone who knows another thing you can do. If you're liking the show, uh, go to iTunes and leave us a review as well. Cause that helps push us up the rankings there. So people will see this show and hopefully get more ears on it. Um, but we appreciate the community and everyone reaching out so far through Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, as always, like, uh, Chris, you're kind of the front man on that. Like you're, you're usually the first to see a lot of those messages. And I know the interactions from what I've seen as well, have always been positive. People are just so fucking awesome with the show. So keep sending us the good stuff. Um, I don't want to cut into Chris. That's, that's your plug. So why don't you take it from here and start off <laughs> yeah. with the plug? Well, anything um, you want to talk about? As you said, you know, I'm interactive with everybody on here. I probably offended a shit ton of people so far on this episode alone, <laughs> but I hope we all know degree. this is all fun and games and we're playing the spirits of everything along these lines. And, uh, we love everybody and I love the comments. Keep them coming in. You like something, you don't like something, send it through. Let's have a chat. Love you all. Reach us on at jackass pod on instagram and uh yeah i'll be there to chat with you cheers awesome same Sounds goes good. for twitter too if you're looking for us there at jackass pod then you get mikey and it's gonna be a boring fucking conversation 
<laughs> That's probably true. Actually, it's it's never it's never great. It's never great. But if you if you don't if you if you want to be bored and you like that sort of thing, you can find me on Twitter at Retrograde Mikey. I've got a few other podcasts on the go. All my information is there on my Twitter. That's that's the best way to get in touch with boring old Mikey. Yeah, and you know if you're lucky uh, and you get Chris on the other end, you you know if you you buddy up to him, he just might show you how to do the old uh, silent but deadly trick himself. Yeah. So. <laughs> you give you personal videos yeah, if you really the right like. way. You never know. You really never know. Yeah, uh, you can find me at uh, J-A-Y-P-Dub on Twitter and uh, give me a reason to be more active on there. Please, I beg you. <laughs> I uh, also do sound production for this podcast. So if you need anything, if you have questions, pointers, you, I don't know, maybe you want to you wanna start Cablecast and, you know, get on top of that before <laughs> we do. You know, Cable Guy. Please, please do it so we don't have to. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying we'll do it anyway. It's just competition is good. Um, there's lots of content to talk about. I mean, that what? how long is that movie? Runtime's probably a good hour and a half. So, I mean, you split that up, you know, do what we do and make a 20-minute episode last three hours and uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But yeah, that's our show for today. Thank you for joining us on The Jackass once again. Seriously, we love you guys. And uh, we've got some special things in store after we wrap up this season. But we'll get to that. So uh, Absolutely. we're not going anywhere. We're here for the long run, everybody. With that, I guess we just sign off now. Let's do um, it, baby. Unless anybody wants to say anything terrible one more time before we go. Anybody have anything <laughs> terrible to say? I have so many things, but I'm going to refrain. All George right. Bush. George Bush does not care about black people. <laughs> that that might be true. I don't know. George, you want to come on the show? Uh, we've got an opening for the next episode. You can come and uh, rebuttal. Uh, Make America great again. No, Chris. I, I was almost out too. I was literally. <laughs> I was almost out. I was like just about. I was opening my oh, mouth. Fuck! This is the episode. Let's go. Bye. Bye, I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This could either be fucking a a fucking disaster or absolute fucking work of art. I don't know. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. This was a Press X for Sound audio production.